Welcome back to the Mercy Came Running Podcast. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you're a frequent listener, welcome back. As a reminder, we publish podcasts here every Monday morning as an encouragement to start your week, as a pick-me-up in the middle of the week, or to reflect on the week gone by. Let's get into today's scripture. Wow, we are starting a brand new year. 2021 is almost over. 2022 is about to start. What does the future hold for you? Are you looking at it with dread and fear? Are you looking at it with expectation? Are you looking at it at all? I am a firm believer in fresh starts, and I can't help but be that way because of all the fresh starts that the Lord has given me in my life. But with each new year comes a clean slate, comes a chance to do things differently from the year before, a chance to look into the future with expectation and anticipation. But along with that comes the fear of the unknown. I mean, who would have thought of the people that we'd lost this year, the people that passed on, the, the things that have happened to us? The people, people who have touched our lives. Along with a new year comes questions. What will happen to me? What will happen to my family or my friends? Is there anything bad that's going to happen to me? Anything good? Many unknowns, many variables, of which we have no control, yet we still sometimes fret about those things. And with all the variables and the questions that face us at the beginning of a new year, let me challenge you today to trust God for your provision. Trust God for your provision. And we're going to be looking today at Genesis chapter 22, one of my favorite passages. Genesis chapter 22, talking about Abraham and Isaac. And I want to share with you today three areas in which we can be sure of God's provision. That we can trust God's provision in our life. And the first one is this, be sure of God's provision no matter where he takes you. Now, that may not may not mean that you're physically going to move somewhere. Could mean that you're going to change jobs or it could mean that you're going to move to a, a different area of the country or a different area of the world. Or it could be any number of things, things that happen in your life, things that you don't have to physically go somewhere for things to change. So be sure of God's provision no matter where he takes you, no matter what happens in your life. I mean, none of us know what's going to happen to us in 2022, right? We don't know what's going to happen to us for sure. We just don't. That's why it's important for us to trust God for our provision. And that's exactly what what Abraham is doing here in, in chapter 22 of Genesis. And I can see that, that Abraham is trusting God's provision for him. Abraham could trust God's provision no matter where God took him because of the things that already happened in Abraham's life. And Abraham could look back over his life and say, I could see God moved here and God moved here and God moved here and all these situations. And he looked to what was about to happen in his life and he knew he could trust God no matter what. But look at what it says in verse 1. It says, and after these things, after these things had happened, the previous things from the previous chapters, God tested Abraham. He tested him. That means he put him to the test. He, he gave him uh, a task. He, he put something in front of him to see how Abraham would act or react. God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and Abraham answered and said, here am I. 
After these things happened to Abraham, God tested him. God led Abraham through these great things, and now he was going to see how much Abraham had learned. It's like he's saying, okay, Abraham, it's time for the final exam. You've learned all of these things. You've, you've seen me work in mighty ways in your life, showing my provision and direction in your life. Now it's time to see what you've learned throughout all of this. And so God tested him. What was the big test? Well, let's look down a little bit further. In verse 2, it says, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will tell you about. Now, we read that verse today and we say, What? <laughs> God, you're asking Abraham to go and sacrifice his own son, to sacrifice his son as a burnt offering. That was the test. That's what God wanted Abraham to do. God had taken Abraham through some unfamiliar territory before, but never like this. What was going to happen? How could God ask this of, of him? But I want you to notice what Abraham did in verse 3. In verse 3, it says, So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took with him two of his young men and his son Isaac. <laughs> so God just told Abraham to go and sacrifice his son. Abraham, the next day, he gets up early and he starts making preparations. Wow. Could we do that? Do we trust God that much? To know that when God says, I want you to go and sacrifice your son, we get up the next morning and start packing our stuff to go to the place where God told us to go. Abraham gets up early, he saddles his donkey, he takes his uh, two of his uh, young men along with Isaac, he chops the wood for the sacrifice, and he goes to the place that God had told him to go. No questions asked. You know why? Because Abraham had learned to trust God's provision no matter where God took him. Abraham had seen it too many times before, and he wasn't about to fail this test. Did Abraham have all the answers? No. Was he still questioning maybe whether God was actually going to uh, make him sacrifice his son? Probably so. But he trusted God's direction. He trusted his provision and he trusted him completely. How about our lives? Do we have that much trust in the God that we serve? Do we have that much trust to say, okay, God, I don't completely understand. And what you're saying to me in my human in my humanness sounds totally off the wall. But you know what? I'm trusting you anyway. I'm trusting you anyway. I'm, I've known what you've done in the past. Okay, I get it. I know what you're doing in the present. And so I don't see why that's going to change in the future. I know I don't understand right now. I don't have all the instructions. I don't have all the answers, but that's okay. I trust you. Can we do that? Can we say that? Do we trust God enough that when God says go, we go, regardless of what he tells us or where he sends us? Trust God's provision no matter where he takes you. The second thing is this, be sure of God's provision 
even when you don't understand. Now, I know we're reading this passage, even if you've read it for the first time or you read it for the millionth time, we still don't understand why. Why God would ask of something of this magnitude of Abraham. We don't understand. Maybe Abraham didn't understand either. Abraham may not have understood all that was going on, but he still trusted God. Abraham and his party traveled for three days. And on the third day, he can see the place where God told him to go. And he tells his young men to stay with the donkey and that he and Isaac are going to go and worship. But notice what he says in verse 5. He says, then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Now, God had told Abraham to go and sacrifice his son. Those, that was the command. So in essence, if Abraham were to do that and God were to let him follow through with that, Isaac would not be coming back. Because to sacrifice your son means to sacrifice your son. And he's going to die. So it took a lot of trust in God. It took a lot of trust from Abraham because he knew, he knew God. He knew that God was going to provide something. And he said, I and the boy will go and we're going to sacrifice. And then we're going to come back. Both of us. That's trust. Trust God's provision even when you don't understand. You see, he may not have understood everything that was going on, but Abraham knew that Isaac would be coming back to him. He was sure of God's provision. Now, Isaac was a different story. Abraham and Isaac had Isaac carry the wood for the burnt offering, probably something he had done on other occasions. This most likely wasn't the first time that Isaac had seen his father do this. He knew what was coming up. And Isaac began to take inventory. And he said, Father, we have wood, we have fire, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Isaac didn't understand what was going on. He needed clarification. He needed guidance from his father, whom he knew uh, and whom he knew loved him and wouldn't let anything bad happen to him. Wood and fire, but no lamb. And what was that Abraham's answer to that? Look in verse 8. It says, And Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And notice what happens. The two of them walked on together. For Isaac, that was enough. For Isaac, that was enough. Abraham may have been puzzled at the command, but he put his trust in the God who had so miraculously provided and worked in his life in the past, the God who had given him this son when it seemed like an impossibility. See, there comes times in our lives when we just don't understand everything that happens to us. I don't, and I'll never claim to know all the answers. And it's in those times when we don't understand that we must cling to our faith in Christ, knowing that he knows what's best, that in each and every situation that he's in control. And the times when we don't understand are the times when we need to trust his provision and allow him to see us through.
Trust his provision even when you don't understand. And then the last thing is this. Be sure of God's provision until he provides. Be sure of God's provision until he provides. They make their way to the place of offering. Abraham places the wood in order. He takes Isaac. He binds him. He lays him on the altar. I don't know what's going through Isaac's mind at this point. Abraham was just taking him and bound him up and laid him on the altar. And as Abraham takes the knife and gets ready to slay his son, the angel stops him. The angel stops him in verse 12 and says, Do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your only son from me. And Abraham looked, and he saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. And so Abraham went and took the ram, and he offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named that place the Lord will provide. In Hebrew, it's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. Abraham had passed the test. He is told not to do anything to harm his son. He was willing to give up the son of promise, Isaac, because of his obedience to God. The only thing left now was the provision of the lamb. You see, the story doesn't end with God telling Abraham not to kill Isaac. There's still the matter of God's providing the lamb for the offering. Abraham looked around and he saw there was a ram whose horns were caught in a thicket. He took the ram and he sacrificed it instead of his son. Abraham had passed the test and God had provided. Abraham believed God would provide and he persevered until God made good on his promise. And because of what God had done, Abraham named that place Jehovah-Jireh. The Lord will provide. Abraham believed God, and God kept his promise. I think some of the greatest times of blessing in our lives are missed because we give up too easily. Let me say that again. I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> I think that some of the greatest times of blessing in our lives are missed because we give up too easily. Sometimes we believe God wants to do great things in our lives, but we don't have the patience to wait for his timing. We live in a fast food, microwavable society that wants things done now. We want things done now. But God provides. And he provides in his time. And if we give up too easily, we might miss out on some great things that he has in store and wants to do in and through us. We're entering a brand new year. What do you want to see God do in your life this year? And are you willing to do what he asks to see that it happens? Are you willing to trust God's provision for what he wants to do in your life until he does it. Don't give up. Trust that God will provide. Thank you again for joining me on the Mercy Came Running Podcast. 
It's my hope that it continues to be a blessing and an encouragement to your life. If you enjoy what you hear each week, share it out to your friends and family who could also benefit from hearing an encouraging word. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.